Welcome to the 3PL Summit. Today we are joined by Nick Scheip, Business Development Manager at Circle Logistics. Welcome to the summit, Nick. Thank you very much. Appreciate being here. I am kind of excited about it. This is like, I feel like my March Madness, even though it's April, um, for uh, because it's the 3PL Summit. And, uh, you know, the, three, the 3PL expert, it's a good day for it's a good day for me. Absolutely. <laughs> but before before we jump into um, our conversation today, why don't you give us a background on yourself and kind of how you got started at Circle Logistics? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I am starting my fifth year here at Circle Logistics. Uh, came in originally, was a sales manager for the organization. I had a past experience of running multiple insurance offices for about eight and a half years and uh, was moving back to the area, was looking for something new, wanted to get out of the insurance and uh, knew I had a a positive connection with customers. And so definitely wanted to use those abilities to move over. Um, at the start of it, you know, our, our company was still a, a bit in its infancy. It was, you know, uh, really in the, the growing aspect terms uh, when I started. So I started in the sales side, uh, worked with both the brokerage and the assets for, you know, new accounts for us. Um, was in that position for about nine months. Um, and then I, I took over our account management department and I was really working to develop um, new processes, new SOPs, new developments within our own existing accounts um, and, and trying to, you know, produce more growth there, obviously. Uh, but in addition uh, from that, you know, there there was an opportunity for me to take over a specific division, our, our premium division here with Circle, um, which was a little bit higher value, a higher uh, visibility and, and, you know, really those pressure shipments that go along with there. So, um, I've been in that role for the last about three years, two and a half, uh, three years now. And, uh, you know, continue to oversee that and expand into different divisions for ourselves. I like it. You kind of, you just kind of took what you knew and applied it to, you know, everything I, at the end of the day, as long as your customer is happy, that's the most important part, right? Absolutely. Yep. Um, so one of the things we were going to touch on today is kind of like, you know, when you have carrier relationships meeting your data analytics. So kind of when it comes to those data analytics part, how do you guys, how do you guys identify the data points that are the most important to collect and analyze for a healthy and successful supply chain? Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I mean, I will always side on the fact of the relationship versus the numbers, uh, again, It kind of comes back from the insurance world that I was in before, and it was a lot of handshake deals. It necessarily wasn't always about the price point. It wasn't always necessarily about the product that was being offered. It was the trust factor that came along with there. And so, you know, in this time, data analytics absolutely gives you a a cutting edge when going into customers and being able to provide but it's still, if you come back down to the handshake agreement, the development between, you know, the relationship that you have with your customer or your carrier, it's always going to warrant opportunity. Price is always going to have a, a you know, a, a huge point into that. Um, but it definitely will transfer over a lot easier when you do have the relationship to back up on there. But there are definitely some data points that we have to look at. Obviously, we have to look at the size of the companies that we are working with, both again, customer or carrier side, um, and if, if they can just simply perform. 
Uh, you know, and what I mean by that is, is do they have the trucks available to run this project or this dedicated lane? Do they have the trailer pools that might be necessary for this? Um, you know, how long have they been in business? Are they able to, you know, really push through and, and make sure that we're able to continue, you know, that project for a long-term financial, kind of financially from there as well. So, um, there is quite a bit that has to go into it, but again, as you, you start to learn more and more about that company, you are also able to trust that company and build the relationship to have. Oh, absolutely. I mean, like, if anything, I feel like the relationships come first and then that date, you can use that data to help strengthen and enhance those relationships over time because, you know, ultimately, like, you know, I hate to say it, but a lot of a lot of times, you know, a new customer starts with maybe like a handshake agreement or just like, a let's see what we can do. And then from there, you guys grow. And like, that's where that true partnership for, comes from when you have the data analytics to back up your decisions, make a healthier supply chain and just kind of overall leave everybody happy. And it just happens to have a data background in it as well. Absolutely. Uh, you know, in our industry, there's always the overpromise and underdeliver that it's a lot of people in trouble. Um, and it's easy to do that uh, with just pure numbers. But yeah, you know, when you, you truly do trust somebody, you know that they've got your back, it, it helps out long term. Oh, absolutely. Um, so I guess when it comes to, you know, having that data to back up that relationship, how do you kind of make sure that that data is accurate and it's being used and applied correctly? Sure. Um, you know, we have a wonderful TMS system that provides a lot, a lot of information for us here. Um, so that is probably one of the biggest starting points um, is being able to look at that carrier's history within our own organization. Um, you know, it may be a, a new, you know, uh, carrier to us and we have to go out and, you know, kind of get carrier reference to go along with that. But, you know, if it is a carrier that we've been able to use inside, I can look and see, okay, you know, they may have ran 500 loads for us in the past and I might be able to see what specific customers that they've worked with. I might be able to see what their average rate per mile is that they're working with. I'll be able to tell, you know, what type of equipment that they have and you know be able to you know use that to our advantage to be able to go to our customers and say hey we've got the key we don't even, we could start next week um because we know that we've got you know these data points that are in our previous you know usage of you know whatever loads that they may have to be able to then further it to go on to that project or if i know it's a carrier that i've worked with in the past that is looking to expand their operation but they don't necessarily know again our tms is going to show us you know what direction that customer that carrier specifically yeah i feel like that's kind of the first step is you know kind of having that system that can capture this data and you know also having someone know at the other another end know what to do with it because i i've said long many times before that uh you can have all the fancy tms and tech and you can have all of the fancy data capturing tools in the world but it's really just a very expensive process if you don't have anyone on the other side that's able to take that data and interpret it and actually run with it. Um, because, I mean, it's only as good as that interpretation and the ability to create a plan off of it, which I think everyone kind of forgets sometimes because they're just like, oh, I'm going to buy this really nice uh, or I'm going to get this really nice software that can do all these analytics for me and look at all these analytics I have. But there's no one there to say, like, this is good. This is bad. This is how we can create actionable steps from it. You know? Absolutely. Yep. I agree with you. And then. You know, the unique part about our company is, is we've really invested into having, you know, people that are specifically driven 
to look at that for us. And then, you know, as sales individuals or account managers or things like that, you know, obviously communication throughout our whole organization, we can go and say, Hey, I've got this project coming up or, you know, this RFQ for the three years is coming up or, you know, Hey, this customer came and said, we've got these expedites that are going, we can then tie in our, our data scientists and be able to say, Hey, what carrier best fits us? And they're able to go find that for us there as well. So it does become a nice marriage between the, you know, the departments to be able to make everything talk and be cohesive together. Oh, absolutely. I feel like that's kind of really leaning. That's kind of that data. That's like that really strong data background is knowing that, you know, with every decision, you can have a partner behind it. It doesn't just have to be one person making that decision. Um, What are some of the times that you guys have really gotten your competitive advantage by using by having these data scientists so heavily involved? Like, what are some of those times that you're like, oh, this actually paid off because of because of our investment into this technology and to the data. Yeah. A couple, a uh, couple ways that we've been able to utilize them, you know, for our best abilities here is, is um, one specifically would be that, you know, during the COVID timeframe, uh, a lot of our, our large section businesses had taken a dip in the low counts. Obviously there wasn't as many orders coming out. And so, you know, we had to go in and look at specifically what type of businesses that those carriers or those customers uh, were running and was there any other avenues? And so that actually introduced us into the bulk world where we were looking at our customers and saying, you know, they're specifically doing all of this outbound. Uh, what about the inbound side of things? And so, you know, we, we went to our data scientists. We were able to have them, you know, kind of source where some of the lanes that were coming from. And then be able to utilize that for customers to come back and say, hey, we can do all this on the um, raw material side for you. And the customer was able to come back and say, okay, what carriers do you have availability to be able to run ethanol shipments, for example? And so we were able to, you know, obviously look at, okay, we've got a lot of outbound opportunity that's coming in. What about the inbound opportunity that's coming, you know, to that specific plant? They were able to not only work within our our pricing that we would need to, uh, but then also be able to help us source on those specific customers and the customer needs that we would have to go in uh, to go through with there. Um, other times that we've been able to do it is is look at the non-traditional aspect of maybe how freight was running. Um, automotive has always been dunnage out and parts in. And so, you know, we've taken that type of mentality and transferred it to more of a existing uh, business sector for us to be able to provide good, solid pricing uh, by grouping and, and doing different OD pairings for our, our current customers. And so, you know, utilizing them to come in at a more aggressive stance on pricing allows us to not only keep up with, you know, different price points that our customers may have, uh, but then also be able to come in at a more competitive advantage for more awards for us as well. I like it because that's kind of that. Um, that's kind of that. Well, we have all these resources at our disposal. We might as well just get creative with our solutions, make something out of essentially kind of nothing or very little. And um, it really kind of also balances that, you know, the knowledge that you might have in the supply chain just from being in it or working in it for a very long time combined with the data and just kind of like, well, you know, this is like, I got a hunch. So let's roll with it. It's just kind of like that nice union of all of it where, 
you get to kind of bring everything together. Um, so I have one more question for you today, and I think it's something that is going to become a much hotter topic over the next few years as we kind of get into, you know, data sharing and everything like that. So what's kind of the most important thing that people need to keep in mind when they start, you know, using some heavy data analytics? Um, that what's the, what's the most important thing to keep in mind in regards to like data security and making sure that there's not a data breach and, you know, customers information isn't getting out? Yep. I think, uh, you know, when it comes to the information that we're receiving um, and, and making sure that it's protected, I think it comes from a different, a couple different avenues. Uh, first and foremost, it's always going to be as far as the best information that comes in is obviously the best information that we're going to get out of it. And so, you know, whether it's the daily logs that we're doing with our customer or if it's the data points for our carriers or if it's the price points that we're getting them from, um, all that information has to be key to be able to provide accurate information going back out uh, for our customers there. Um, but then, you know, the protection of it is, is, you know, being invested into that. Uh, you know, thankfully, our, our data scientists are led by a very, very smart person. Um, and Cody is able to, you know, make sure that that's well protected. But then our, our company has also made a pretty aggressive investment to make sure that all that information is protected. Um, make sure that what is shared is shared on a, a very private drive side of things uh, and then being able to utilize that, you know, to our best abilities. So it definitely has to be a twofold there, um, but, you know, it, it does work out very well for us. Yeah, it's kind of that like, you know, customers trust you that you've done your due diligence and that, you know, you're able to protect their data as well as, um, you know, you knowing that like customers aren't going to turn around and like, you know, maybe share some of your findings with someone else. So it's kind of that like mutual agreement of, you know, we got to really protect each other. And it's, that's where that true partnership part comes in from here. Um, but that being said, if anyone wants to reach out to you about kind of, you know, integrating data analysis into some of their um, and some of their business practices, where can they find you outside of the summit? Uh, you know, obviously, LinkedIn is always going to be the key place to be able to get in touch um you know my information is on our website i am always open for a conversation uh, feel free to reach out to me i can provide my cell phone email would love to talk more awesome well you guys heard it here first just go ahead and slide into nick's dms on linkedin he basically just said they're open stick around we have some amazing content coming for the rest of the summit